Hi guys, welcome to the Bookish Tarts Pod Snuggle. I'm Georgina Penny. Uh, this is a special edition of the Bookish Tarts. It's a little bit short and the quality is a little bit chunky, but it was recorded on the fly in between uh, some pretty heavy machinery noise at my place, so we couldn't really uh, spend time adjusting anything. But it was uh, in celebration of Real's impending book launch of Hell on Wheels. So if you like demons, if you like your paranormal romance, if you like the idea of roller dermying demons, or if you just have a really good sense of humor, get yourself onto your nearest ebook store and pre-order it now. It's out, um, I think it's on the 5th of October. If I'm wrong there, Real will come over to Scotland and smite me. So here you go, um, a conversation about demons, roller derby, and probably dodginess knowing us. I hope you enjoy the show. What do you want to talk about today? I'd like to talk roller derby. Okay, and you recently went to a roller derby. Actually, we should contextualise it, shouldn't we, and say that Rill's book, Hell on Wheels with Demon Roller Derby, is coming out on the... Was it the... 5th of October. 5th of October. So if anyone is looking for a really, really awesome paranormal with a really unique take... Um, read it or else and it has roller derby in it and real recently went to a roller derby match so talk about it go I wish I'd gone to one a lot earlier because I'm now a die-hard roller derby <laughs> fan um, I you know you know when you're so excited about a sport where, where you say to yourself I'm gonna do that and I would totally go out and buy myself a pair of roller skates if I didn't know that I had the worst balance in the world and that I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> oh, really? Um, which I unfortunately do know. <laughs> oh, but which which match did you go to? So the two teams playing were the Brinda Belters and oh, the um, Lake Surly Griffins. The Lake Surly Griffins. And why, why did you decide to go? Like, what was your initial attraction to derby why did you go yep I'm gonna put derby in a book <laughs> well originally I interviewed a roller derby player from New South Wales and we popped that interview up on the Naughty Ninjas website and it's a killer and interview just so oh good. it's killer yeah so um she just happened to be our lovely lesbian. Not all roller derby players are lesbians, but um, I still love the ones that are just as much. <laughs> and um, she was talking about how she enjoyed giving someone a high five with the hips and um, checking out a bit of booty and, um, yeah, she said just getting rough and sweaty and everything. Um you know, before she went on a date with someone was the perfect, made it the perfect sport. It's kind of awesome, isn't it? I've, I've loved derby. I yeah. remember I was in Pittsburgh a few years ago and um, Anya, who was the wonderful, a friend of mine who was a wonderful inspiration for Joe and my book Fly and Fly Out, was a rugby player, like an elite rugby player at that point in time. 
and the Derby girl shared the rugby bar that she used to go to in Pittsburgh. And I just remember sitting at this bar, turning around and seeing these girls wearing killer spiky heels, tatted to the max, <laughs> gorgeous 50s style haircuts, wearing pin-up gear. And there were girls of all shapes and sizes. I just remember this one woman who was just a curvy girl. Who was, she was possibly the hottest woman I have ever seen. Seriously, if, if I wasn't married, I would have gone over there and proposed to her on the spot. And <laughs> I just, and, and it was really great just to see these kick-ass rugby girls socialising with these kick-ass derby girls. And the yeah. minute I saw those women, I was like, I'm, I want to know more about this and why aren't there more books with derby girls in them? Because they are possibly or, the most... Or rugby-playing women. Or rugby-playing women who, who do kick-ass. They're just awesome. So I... You know, I was thinking, well, why isn't there more derby in in romance? And I know, I know, you've tackled it, um, Ainsley. Um, is it Ainsley Payton or yes. Ainsley Patton? I'm sorry, Ainsley, if you're listening. Payton Patton. People know who we mean. Yeah, she yeah. wrote Desk Jockey Jam. Yeah, which was which was cracking too. So. You guys have sort of tackled it, but I don't know if there's a lot of other derby out there. There was that Ellen Page movie. Um, yeah, um, Tamara Morgan has a book called The Derby Girl, which I quite like. It's got this really badass heroine and um, her car breaks down and this uptighty sort of golden boy doctor helps her to change the tyre. Oh. oh, no, his car breaks down and she changes his tyre. Oh, I find that um, sexy. I like a, I like a, yeah. a take-charge gal. Actually, um, Jane from Dear Author she gave it a B- and said um, the heroine was a militant roller-skating pixie. Oh, and the hero it. was an asshole, egotistical plastic surgeon. My kind oh, I didn't realise it was a plastic surgeon. Ooh. I I love an asshole. I have gone on about this. <laughs> I love an asshole hero. This is I have the a lovely cupcake husband who does have his little sharp edges. Um, but I love getting my asshole fix in my literature. So that sounds right up my alley. That sounds like an A triple plus from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vanessa North wrote um, a lesbian romance called Roller Girl. Awesome. How do I get a hold of it? Uh, what's it called? It's Roller Girl. I'm writing this down right now. I'm doing a podcast, but yeah. I'm writing something down because I want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Roller Girl and um, the heroine falls for the lady plumber who comes and oh. fixes her washing machine. Okay, that's just doing it for me. Okay, I'm going to be reading that one too. <laughs> but we're not listing... I've got a thing for lady plumbers. I don't know why. I think there needs to be I just like it that a chick's doing a, a traditionally male job. Oh, I love women in traditionally male jobs full stop. I think there needs mm. to... Like, um, oh, God, you know how bad I am with titles, but I remember reading one with a lady mechanic. And it just totally cranked my engine. I was like, oh, oh, I want to be a lady mechanic. Oh, you can be my avatar any day. <laughs> Is that the one by Victoria Dahl? Yes. Yes, it was. Start so me up. Yes, yeah. you're better with titles than me and authors. 
I just read stuff and yeah. then I'm almost like that person that gets the box of assorted chocolates, doesn't check the lid and just plows through them all. Right, you know, and I'm like, oh, that was nice. What's the next one? That was nice. What's the next one? And I never check what flavor or whatever I'm eating. I just keep going. So that's sort of how I read books. Whereas I'm sure you check the cover lovingly and check the author's name and the title. Well, look, I mean, some some women have senior moments about what their children are called. You just have senior moments when it comes to what books are called. I do. I'm really bad for it. I'll, I'll be at a bookshop. I'll buy a book straight for its cover and I won't even look at the author name or the title. I'll just read the book. And if I love it, I might memorise the title or I might just thrust the book randomly at people and say, read this. <laughs> and then they'll try and talk to me about it later and I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, I don't recognise that title. I like the way you said thrust, just so you know. Oh, that's nice. I've got to use the word thrust more. (laughs) So, 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 okay, back to to Debbie. So tell tell everybody about your book, just so we've got an idea of of how you've done a really awesome take on Derby. Um, So I guess one of my favourite things, about Derby is the the players' names, so I've reflected that in my book. So there's a there's a Fanny Tastic oh, um, character. I love it. <laughs> and uh, these are not character names, but these are some of my favourites from Roller Derby. So overbearing, overspelled O V A. Love it. Um, Katniss Everman. <laughs> A fist called Wanda. Oh, that made me happy. Yeah. Um, Baron von Punchhausen. <laughs> and um, A Cup Annihilator. A Cup Annihilator? Mm. Oh, that is <laughs> gold. That is so gold. Okay. Yep. <laughs> We need to start a romance novelist derby team of maybe uncoordinated women who might not be that fit in my case. Can we do- you mean a, a romance writer derby team where the derby team can't actually skate? <laughs> How about a romance writer derby team where there are skates on the desks and I just hold on to the desk on a rolly chair with a little motor on the back of the chair? I did say to someone that I could totally play roller derby if I was allowed to just run around the track on the toe stops the whole time. Yeah, that'd be cool. Why can't we do that? Do we? Can we just do derby with no roller? Yeah, because it's the rolling part that makes it hard. Yeah, I'm terrified of roller skates. I, I'm really, mm. really bad and I bruise really easily and I don't notice that I bruise easily. So I just end up looking like someone's beat the crap out of me after just, you know, walking through the shops. Um, so, But I do like punching things. So I think I could have quite a good time with this derby business. Well, that's, the, what, that's what I was about to say. I, I don't like to skate in any form, but I do like the idea of delivering the odd tip punch or yeah. cooter stomp I, I like or even a twat chop. Let's go with the cooter stuff. Oh, my God, that would be a book title. Tell me. <laughs> tell me if you don't think cooter stomp wouldn't be the best book title. 
it would be the best book title. Challenge. I would have to buy that shit. This is a yeah. challenge. This is your next. Okay, so Helen Wills is Rill's first book. She's got a whole lot of demon sisters who are fucking kick-ass. I'm going to put put my demand in for Cooter Stomp to be she there's there's one demon broad, one of the sisters is like this fiery motherfucker. I want her her book to be Cooter Stomp. Do it. And and since I can't deny Georgina anything, I now have to start writing that book straight away. You do, you do. I'm currently I'm currently People writing about ask me. <laughs> People ask me, what are you working on? And I'll be able to say, oh, my new book, Cooter Stomp. Well, well, Cooter isn't such a rude word in... Actually, just come to Scotland. I live right near a village called Peter Coulter, but everyone local calls it Cooter. And every time they say, I live in Cooter, (laughs) my little juvenile self just sits there giggling. I am such. I am such a teenage boy. Seriously, I swear, I, I was like reincarnated from a a teenage boy who sadly passed away, and my maturity level is never going to get any further. There's another place called Mary Coulter down the road, so it's just like South Cooter or North Cooter, and I'm like, which bit of Cooter do you live in? because it's Peter Coulter. I used to say, you know, I'm going to go to Peter Coulter. And the local Scots would just giggle at me and say, you mean Cooter? What's wrong with you? You know, it's one of those, like, local things where you're not pronouncing something right. It's like Cooter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. <laughs> um, you know, maybe the, the juvenile thing might be a writer's thing because I um, – Every time I talk about briefings, like briefs, yes. I get the giggles and I can't help myself from making a smutty joke. <laughs> see, see, and it ruins you for everything because basically we're, we both write romantic comedy in whatever genre of romance. So you're constantly looking for sort of a slightly dodgy joke in everything, right? Mm. Everything you do, well, at least I do. Like continually, I can't. I can't really have a serious conversation anymore. Everything revolves around tits and ass and willies. Oh, willies are the funniest things ever. I'm not sure I can actually blame that on the romance writing, though. No, that was like a no. pre-existing condition. I'm looking, I'm looking for a scapegoat here. You've got to. Oh, you got to oh, solidarity. Did I'm, I'm feeling. Did I just unintentionally <laughs> fuck your goat? Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling subjugated, real. You are subjugating me. I'm pulling out the victim card. And you go. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, no. I'll stop fucking your goat then. Yeah, you can stop um, fucking the goat. <laughs> <laughs> See, we were, we were going, actually going to do going a... back. <laughs> Sorry. I've lost my shit again. We were going to do a proper podcast, like in celebration of Real's book launch coming up. And now we're, we're just straight to, yeah, Phil, as usual. So we're back on track. We're going to keep on track this podcast. Derby, you were saying? That's right. So my favourite um, competitor or player, whatever you want to call them, um, at the, the Derby game I watched, her name was Freudian Slit. Oh, I love it. Which I was very impressed by. Oh, that's nice. 
That's 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 yeah. that's like high and low brow just met and made a baby. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a mashup. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> um, and it was quite strange because we're at the Tuggeranong Sports Centre, the suburb where they play is called Tuggeranong. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes was... the locals abbreviate that to Tuggers. So you can live in Tuggers. Um, yes, I'm. I'm enjoying that. You can live. Live in tigers amongst the other tigers. Oh my god! Um, what happens if you know how they have sister cities? What happens if Cooter <laughs> down the road from me sister cityed with tigers in Australia? Oh, oh, oh genius! Cooter, so Cooter might be tigers sister city. Yeah, so there'd be a little sign as you entered Cooter saying, you know, partnered with tigers. I like that. So <laughs> So, so going back to Tuggers yes. and their sports centre, yes. there's a very family atmosphere there. So the game started at 6 o'clock yes. p.m. and there's lots of kids running around like little ankle biters mm -hmm. um, and, and yet no one had a problem with the scoreboard showing Freudian slit and all these <laughs> other like, saucy names being announced by the, the people commentating. So um, I found that somewhat amusing too. I would I would enjoy that very much. I know there's a kick-ass roller derby team in Aberdeen. Um, I'm mildly terrified of these ladies. I've met one or two of them, and I think they could probably take me out in two seconds, but they look like gals who can have a damn good time. Um, and I've, I've decided I'm going to get myself – there's a match going on in Dundee down the road sometime soon. I'm going to get down there and watch one. Very excited. Very excited. No no roller derby in Cooter? No, no roller derby in Cooter, unfortunately. They're very posh in Cooter. It's very, very posh, darling, very posh. Oh. Lots of castles around <laughs> Cooter. Cooter doesn't sound very posh. No, it's, it's like one that. of those things. There's lots of castles around Cooter. You know, it's, it's very okay. – lots of horsies, lots of horsies. Um, oh, 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 so something else we were talking about, which also relates to your book, because I'm quite trying to keep it on track today, is – um, paranormal seems to be coming back, which is mm. awesome. Very exciting. Yes, I love me a paranormal. Yeah, and I don't quite understand why things go out of fashion because I absolutely adore paranormals. But and and I've said this before um, in the podcast. But when I was first trying to sell my manuscripts, this was almost five years or whatever ago now, all I was getting told was we need vampires with big willies. And then mm. and then it was like the next year it was like, no, we don't want vampires with big willies. Make the paranormal willies go away. We need contemporary willies, contemporary large willies. Firemen, farmers, give us all of those. And now it looks like we're back to the vampires and the werewolves, which I never stopped reading paranormal. So I don't know if other paranormal readers out there just suddenly stopped. I read both paranormal and contemporary pretty rapidly. Mm. Um, not that I take mm. the author's name. Yeah, me too. I think it's more the publishers. The publishers decide something's selling like hotcakes, so they better publish it too. And then suddenly everyone's publishing a lot of something and readers are reading it and suddenly get sick of it and wish they had something else. And then the cycle moves on to something else. 
That's my theory. I Called of, yeah. directly from my ass, by the way. <laughs> I kind of imagine it like a shopping mall where someone's standing my in the ass? window of one shop. Yeah, your ass. Your ass is a shopping mall. <laughs> oh, how did we go there? Ah. It's got all the fun <laughs> things, darling. It's got all the bells and whistles and all the shiny lights. <laughs> All the chain stores up there as well. What you're missing is I'm just waving my arms in the air expansively, just doing a little arse shopping centre dance. How did we get here? We just went straight to the bottom again. Seriously, that was not intentional. I was going to have a really good analogy about like, like sales in each shop and people just run out of one shop to the other shop and then they run back to the other shop. It was going to be highbrow, middling brow, and then we just went straight to bottoms. Straight to bottom. Mind you, I did start with Willie's, so. I, I do like the analogy, though, because, you know, fashion, one minute all you can buy in stores is bubble skirts and orange tank tops, and everyone gets sick of that, and then it's the next thing. Yeah, it, it sort of comes around. What's the fashion cycle? I I find British fashion super interesting because there's sort of a staple. I like the British in that there's a staple fashion over here in the UK that just doesn't change. So if it's well tailored, you tend to be able to get the same cut all the time. Whereas I don't find that in Australia. So maybe the British in their reading taste might be a little bit more staid. We like a bit of everything as long as it's well done. <laughs> I wonder if that carries across. Like different cultures are more fatty with their reading than other cultures, if you follow me. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and I'm not sure. I can say that having lived in Europe, their fashion was quite fatty. Yeah. But I don't know about their reading matter. Ah, oh, see, we, we, must, we must see about this. I'm, I'm very curious. If anyone out there would like to contribute to this discussion, you're allowed to use the word bottom or ass when you're talking to us. I would be, <laughs> be interested in knowing. Um, I think we're going to have to potentially put a stop to our podcast early because I have a gentleman outside with a, with a digger thing and he looks like he's about to mount it and ride around on it. Oh dear. Oh dear. Is he waving his ditch witch at you? He could be waving his ditch witch at me. Quite frankly, I'd like to be waving a pitchfork at him. Um, I have already <laughs> told Rill that this gentleman <laughs> is not in my good books when I opened the door when when he came at seven this morning and he commented on my pyjamas. It was, it was most vexing. So... Yeah, we might have to call it, but when, um, what do you want to say about your book? Like, just in case we don't get another podcast up for people, we're really sorry, we're a bit far in between people, but what else would you like to say? Um, so, yeah, buy it for the, the cool derby girls and the sexy demon times. And the, um, and the laughs. for a laugh. Yeah, I love yeah. that laugh. Okay, so we'll leave it at that and we'll see if we can get another one in before pub day. Yes? Cool. Yeah. Okay, so that's all we've got for you this time round. Uh, we're still working on the technical dramas. I know it's probably really annoying and there's not much I can do about it right now, but we've just learned that Real is venturing forth to Scotland next year and hopefully we'll be able to get a bunch of these recorded at a decent level of quality for you guys all in one go and then put them out over the course of next year. So that's some really good news. Uh, what else do I have to tell you? Buy Rill's book on pre-order. Um, buy my book. Um, I think my book, The Barbershop Girl, is up for pre-order. 
so give that a bit of a look at on the ebook stores it'll be out in print in Australia and New Zealand next year but you'll be able to get it pretty much in every ebook store um, check out the naughty ninjas.net um, what else have I got oh ooh, check out Lily Malone uh, on the naughty ninjas website and follow the links for her she's got some really exciting stuff I think it's mystery with cows I'm quite intrigued um, but yep give us all a look Twitter Facebook you know the deal but as for that I think I think I've managed to squeeze in enough <laughs> bye for now